0: Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel and I'm Clint. We're back. I uh, got done talking basketball yesterday. We're back to,
1: talk to football today cuz like you said and we all know, every single week, every single day there comes another news piece somewhere. Uh, oh, there's plenty, the to, talk there's
0: plenty so to, to talk about. There's plenty to talk about. We haven't even even begun to open up those next year's rosters, but man, I'm getting itchy. I'm getting Let's just as so, soon as we get past February signing day, and we get and we feel like we got a real handle on what the rosters are. Um, Man, we are! I can't wait to just jump in and just start deep diving into every position group. Uh, Yeah, there's plenty. You said a while ago. You said a while ago uh, the the music for the uh,
1: the formal apology music had Mm -hmm. been used quite a bit. If you want to track our formal apologies the most. Roster breakdown. Just first look. Roster breakdown
0: is is where a lot of things are going to be said. People are going to say (laughs) some things, and they're going to regret them later. They're going to have to come back. People are going to say DeAndre Baker is not a lockdown (laughs) corner. (laughs) And then you just wait for the music to be queued up. That's a fun game you can do when we're doing roster break. First take roster breakdowns. You could just you could try to make it, just jot down notes about what we're going to be formally apologizing for later. Keep us honest. We like that. We, we welcome I, that kind of feedback. We're here for that. Absolutely. We do. We Trevor, if you're listening, go ahead. We're not mad about it.
1: Invitation rescinded to you. Everyone Tre- else, <laughs> invitation
0: extended. Trevor. Ex- Tre- Trevor, by the way, bro, if you are who we think you are, Tease and peace to you for the national championship game. That didn't, that didn't go great. It didn't didn't go go well for what you thought was gonna happen there, Trev. It didn't go. You played, you played like a warm turd, and, um, and yeah, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow played played much better than you. By By the the way, way, go ahead. I hope we're about to say the same thing. I really hope we're about to say the same (laughs) thing. I I don't think we are at all. But just. Just how incredible was
1: him coming out of the locker room after the win, smoking a cigar? That is my all-time favorite college football photo. That was that was just
0: good on you, Joe. Second, second best thing about post-game Joe Burrow was that. First best thing was Odell Beckham Jr. out there oh, yes. just slapping cash. And Joe Burrow said... Yeah, it was real money. I'm not a student athlete, so I can take whatever I want. Well, Joe. Joe, it, well, it turns Joe, out, Joe, that's not how rules work. You're still. What jersey were you. Look down at your shirt real quick, Joe. What are you doing? Real quick. What game did you just. Please, for the love of everything that is holy. Mm hmm. If you are a religious man or woman, just do whatever is necessary to ask. The Lord above, okay, to strip LSU of the national championship that they just won. <laughs> do you realize because you realize, Odell this, Beckham Jr. was out there passing out fifty pieces on on the on the sidelines? You realize this will be the biggest,
1: the biggest college football story of all time. LSU is going down as one of the greatest teams of all time, the most prolific offense with foreseeably possibly the best quarterback season to ever have been on record books and they get stripped because a joke of an NFL alum has been is out there being
0: a moron I would love everything about that what sign if me I, up what if I told you uh-huh. that the best team in history actually never won any games <laughs> never won a single game that year what uh, if I told you Joe
1: Burrow didn't have a win during his Heisman campaign. Oh,
0: golly. Um, Make it happen. What if I told you the biggest catch Odell Beckham Jr. ever made wasn't with a football? Um, Listen, let it be so. Let it be so. I speak it into existence now. Let yep. it be so. All right. Let's get to, let's, we're talking about some football. We're glad you're here. You get it. You know who we are. Look, you We're know, not fans. You understand. You, you know, There's we, our are, we are fans. We yeah. are. That's the thing. We are. We're not the other thing. It doesn't matter. It we're doesn't here. Matter. We're, we're talking. Welcome. Subscribe to the podcast, even though this is what you get. Like, we're glad you're here. You you're want list- this, but you like this. If you don't like it, it's not for you. That's fine. Go somewhere else. But we're we're happy for all of you that are out there that are listening. Um, email us lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at dogspodcast download rate review leave us five stars we really appreciate it tell a friend about the podcast uh, we really appreciate that um, we're here for you uh, talking about all things associated with the dogs we might talk about the Mississippi State basketball game towards the end of the show Ew. with Clint let's talk about the football team what is new we're gonna try to avoid like talking about like new recruiting news and and such. We might we can't get to keep that. up with that. That, early, that changes every hour. Early in the week, um, next week we might talk about that. But let's talk about. Uh, we did add a player. We haven't haven't mentioned um, new tight end acquisition. Who? We we dropped this on Monday. It was a possibility. Trey
1: McKitty has now officially enrolled. Not only have we got Newman in the fold, we got McKitty in the fold. We got two more offensive. Weapons at UGA, Daniel. Uh,
0: you seen this kid's tape yet? I don't know a darn thing about this guy. Um, okay. Tell me something, Daniel. Clint, learn his name. Okay, well now. I will. Trey McKitty. He's on. He's on campus. That's my. He's that's on, my criteria. Uh huh. So his name is now worth learning. Um, we'll get ready because he might not be.
1: and over at Mizzou. I'm sorry. Ojebaja <laughs> Hajabaja? There you go. Uh, he might not be him, but Daniel, he is going to be... Uh, this was going to be the easiest question of the year. Any tight end coming in better or worse talent-wise than what we had last year?
0: Yeah. Not no. any tight ends, but sure. I get what sure. you're saying. Hyperbole
1: aside, uh, he's going to be an upgrade and he's going to be useful. Uh, I liked what I saw so far. He's, he's a very, very, very servible, serviceable tight end, so I'm excited that he's
0: there. That is official. Speaking, uh, of, however, speaking of dumb things that I read on the Internet, the Georgia fans said. Um, did I thanks, say dumb thanks, things on the Internet? Thanks for asking, Clint. I will tell okay. you about it. Um, <laughs> that was not in pre-production. Thanks, executive <laughs> producer Michael. Uh, I, read, I read somebody's take that, um, number one, Why in the world would we bring in a grad transfer? People get up in their feelings about grad transfers, do they not, Clint? People get, Uh, they feel all kinds of things about why. I don't understand if people, if
1: people understand what grad transfer means. That's what I'm, that's what I'm confused about the whole concept. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not trading on anybody. They're not thumbing their
0: nose at their previous school. They nope. can't play are not their... – They're not out there taking money from Odell Beckham Jr. That, that's, that's not what they're doing. Not. No, not no. at they're, all. They're just – they've graduated with a degree, and now they're moving on to pursue a master's degree from whatever. People get up on their feelings. People also didn't seem – some people didn't seem to understand why we would take another tight end when we signed Washington – and speculating that it's probably because Washington is too raw and is a pass catching <laughs> tight end and not a complete not a complete tight end not a blocking it, tight end. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's number what it is. I have so many things to say. Number 1. We had two tight ends graduate last year. Did you two. So now that we've taken two, we have the same uh-huh. number of tight ends. Okay. Okay, so didn't hear you complaining about how many tight ends we had on the roster last year. Now we have the same. Now we have the same number. Number two. If you th- if you're the kind of guy that covets quote unquote blocking tight ends,
1: <laughs> I know everything
0: I need to know about you. <laughs> you're, I know everything I need to know about you because um, that. Blocking tight ends are not they, they have gone the way of the fullback, okay? Kyle Juschek called and he knows that his position is antiquated and he really shouldn't even be playing it in San Francisco right now. You and Gus Malzon, if you look, if you have something in
1: connection or that's alike, Gus Malzon, you have a problem.
0: I don't and even take you, I don't even take city buses anymore just because of that. Just because I don't want to be associated with the Gus bus. We we ain't doing that no more. I will, no. nay, I will walk, sir.
1: Keep I'll, this going. I'll just uh, take a stroll. So, if anything similar to Gus Bus, uh, and Gus Bus likes a fullback and likes a blocking tight end, that's what Gus likes. First of all, so, McK-
0: McKitty ain't a blocking tight end. Nope, <laughs> nope. He's a he's a receiving tight end, like like all useful tight ends are. And let's just let's let the young man Washington come on campus and see what he can do before we start. Just writing him off for because Kirby took a grad transfer, he must not have any faith in him. Oh yeah, come, sure. Come come sure. come on now, come on. Sure. All right, we got we have non-player news, I believe, to talk oh, about. Oh, do Clint? Uh, let's get to that right now.
1: The non-player news might just be we have to be careful because it's it's a rumored news, so it's we rumored. don't know
0: exactly yet. It's rum- right so let's just say at the time of this recording, this is this is what a rumor is so Correct. we can't it's a podcast this is not a this is not a live stream so we all got no we, breaking news anywhere. we can't be okay. we can't be held responsible if something has happened in the room.
1: no we can't uh but what has been r- rumored is that kirby wants to shake up or change or tweak i don't know what word you want to use the offense a little bit more by bringing on a, a co-offensive coordinator and passing game coordinator and the name that's been linked most to this is one Todd Munkin.
0: Todd who? Munkin. Who? Quick question, who? Georgia fans. Who? Be honest. Raise your hand if you knew who that was before, before
1: you Googled his name. Now, the only person who might, and and this is a might, actually, because you're talking to Georgia fans, somebody may, because they follow Nick Chubb and they fell in love with the Browns and they knew who he was from being offensive coordinator of the Browns. That's the only line of thought. But everybody else, no, you did not. Stop. You didn't know. You didn't know who that was. Uh, Todd Monken is... uh, is the former offensive coordinator of the Cleveland Browns. He's been relieved of his duties, as the Cleveland Browns have from being a relevant team in the NFL. Um, Nick Chubb deserves
0: better. He's so, oh gosh, does he ever. Than Baker Mayfield and yeah. than the Cleveland Browns. Correct. Yes. My word.
1: Just, and again, Nick Chubb ain't, ain't, ain't complaining. There's no, there's no moaning coming from the Chubb household on that. He doesn't. He has the most deplorable quarterback and franchise in the league, and he don't care. He's just going to start for the AFC Pro Bowl team is what he's going to do. Not a problem. No, not a problem. Uh, Todd uh, is the uh, former OC of the Cleveland Browns and rumored to be reported to come in, get some thoughts uh, of his co-offensive and passing game. Really quick, Daniel, I want to give you a quick background to who he was. He Please spent do. some time at Oklahoma State. Okay. He was the, the pass game coordinator at LSU and Oklahoma State. He was the offensive coordinator for Tampa Bay and for Cleveland in the NFL. He was also head coach of Southern Miss, as well as a couple other stops, Eastern Michigan, yada, yada, yada. Um, but notably, Daniel, here's some players that he has gotten paid, or they did well. Okay. Jameis Winston at Tampa Bay. Old crab had legs. His old crab legs. He had... He had nothing to do with his criminal record. Okay, so he's just coaching offense. He's not mentoring this this man's. He's not life. He's not hosting a seafood buffet. <laughs> he's he's not. Okay. He's not. Uh, well, as far as I know, uh, I, I would imagine not. But he did help old Jameis, old Crableg's, set records for Tampa Bay in passing yards and passing touchdowns. Jameis Winston's best season as a pro came under Todd's passing game tutelage. Uh, he also got one Brandon Whedon. I mean, oh. you want to talk about Brown's Oklahoma State,
0: the 38-year-old college
1: quarterback <laughs> that was at Correct. Oklahoma State. Great. Got him. Got him some money as well as Justin Blackman. Uh, he was there, and passing game coordinator at Oklahoma mm-hmm. State when those two were there. Um, and then finally, one Jamarcus Russell, who went first overall. Just one of the worst draft choices, but it didn't matter because coming out of college at LSU, this kid looked all, every bit of a cannon arm that could play. Uh, And Todd was there as well during that reign. So Daniel, I've listed off some offensive production that either got paid, did well in college, had some success, and Todd was there at it. Uh, What does this do for your needle, if anything?
0: (laughs) Okay, well... You know, I hate to be that guy. Be that guy. That's, that's who you are. That's why you're here. It's, it is why I'm here. Um, number one, I will believe it when I see it. Uh-huh. Because I'm on record as saying Kirby ain't going to shake up no staff. He is not going to bring anybody in to whatever with James Coley. If he makes a hire, it'll be a mundane, vanilla hire that won't have anything, won't have any real responsibilities or real influence over the offense. Um, this would not be that. So it would this not. this would this is not a recruiting hire. If if he were to make a hire like this, this is not a recruiting hire. This is not anything but a scheme-changing hire. You don't hire this guy to come in and keep things the same. Nope.
1: James so, Coley is the one on staff because people in South Florida like him
0: and welcome him into their homes. That's why James Coley you, Do you know who's good at playing football? People in South keep, Florida. Exactly. So we like James Coley because of that. <laughs> so... um I would you know, I would assume James Coley would continue to call the plays, but we saw at LSU last year, just because you're not calling the plays doesn't mean that you can't completely revolutionize the offense from the chair right next to the guy calling the plays. If the coach and the guy calling the plays allow you to, um, a hire like this would go a long way for at least giving me hope that something like that is happening. That being said, I do not believe... That this hire will get made, I will. I will believe it when I see it. I am one hundred percent pessimistic about it. Yeah, yeah. No,
1: Daniel. Uh, I'm excited. I, I told you, and I'm only excited because I'm excited for college football already. This is how thirsty of a college football fan I am. Mm-hmm. We are nay, not even less than a, or, or more than a week detached from the natty. And I'm already wanting all the football news Just I can. So jonesing. Just jonesing uh, for the spring game. It's embarrassing. I will admit it. And also, I don't care. Um, hey, really quick before we move on to basketball preview. Did you know last year before the start of the season, LSU's title odds according to Vegas? No, I did not. Do you know um, what rank? I'm not going to ask you for the actual number, the plus, whatever. But do you know mm-hmm. how far down the list they were? If you were to venture a guest, a guest, uh, or a guest, or either one,
0: you could bring a guest on to yeah. an answer this <laughs> for you, if you want. Yeah, could I? I've got, i brought in a special guest to answer this question for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Maybe they were, they were like tenth. Ooh, something. great! They were ninth. 9th? Yeah. Uh, that's so a, that's a that's a significant jump. It's everybody, even even. Early in the year, you know, they scored 100 points or whatever in their first game, and everybody was like, yeah, but <laughs> LSU, come on, they're going to whatever. Let me just let me just tell you, um, the, the most exciting, let me just ask you, you read down that whole pedigree, of Todd Munkin, huh? right? The whole pedigree. Huh? What's the one thing on that pedigree that is, excites you the most? Of all the things you mentioned, because I have mine, I want to know what the one thing is that excites you the most the fact that these
1: weren't f- these these kids that he made prolific weren't supposed to be prolific that's what excites me
0: yeah i i, I can see Brittany that
1: Wheaton. i mean jamarcus russell
0: i mean old crab legs i i mean come on uh old crab legs was was like the number 1 quarterback in coming out of high school um but the thing that excites me the most—you mentioned Brandon Whedon, is that he was on the staff at Oklahoma State, mm. because Oklahoma State, with the fact that he was on the staff at LSU, coaching for Les Miles in the Les Miles era, could not excite me any less. I don't care their about their games Jamarcus. were
1: nine to three.
0: I do the not care games. about Jamarcus Russell or anybody else. That honestly makes me depressed. <laughs> but the fact that he was on a staff that is completely different than that. He coached for Old Mullet at uh, Oklahoma State. Um, you know, I do like that he is a, a recent NFL offensive coordinator. We talked about before many times we do not run a pro-style offense. Nope. We run the offense that is called a pro-style offense, but it is nothing, nothing about the style of our offense resembles the pros. Uh, LSU— and Alabama run pro-style offenses. Mike Leach is closer to running a pro-style offense than the University of Georgia is. Um, So this is an offensive coordinator that was in the pros. Um, Clint, did Cleveland... I know Baker Mayfield's terrible. Yeah. Did Cleveland have any offensive talent last year? Like any skill positions, players of note? I don't know. Maybe that just recently handed out giant wads of cash. (laughs) I mean, maybe. Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Kareem Hunt. uh, Cleveland had some players. Yep. They were 22nd in the NFL in points scored. 22nd in the NFL in yards per game. 22nd in the NFL in passing yards per game. So maybe temper temper my expectations that. a little bit <laughs> but
1: but really quick uh this is my final question oklahoma state the only way that could be described is by air it out offense is the only way you can
0: describe Absolutely. that success that he had um which i like let's you get gotta, some more of that please you gotta think he's got that in there at least you gotta hope I think Got if it. you're a Georgia fan, you're trying not to remember a little PTSD from the last NFL offensive coordinator that we hired. Don't, because, it, hey, hey, because hey, we don't deserve we don't deserve shadow like that. Don't bring it him was back, okay. It was
1: um, bad. It was bad. Um it was bad. Hey, let's uh let's talk basketball. Daniel, we play this weekend, uh, uh Mississippi I've heard, State.
0: I've heard on, I've heard on things. the
1: schedule. They the expect schedule? us to
0: show up. If not, we owe them some money. If I I guess we just forfeit the game. I don't think we owe them any money. I don't think they're paying us to go there. Um, Mississippi State. um, Mississippi State is. We said it on the podcast the other day. They're an up and down team. They are ten and six on the year. They just coming off last weekend a one point loss to LSU. And they beat Missouri by 1,000 points this week. All 70, the points. 72 to 45. Um, they got blown out by Alabama, which seems like uh, don't don't look now, but Alabama might be good at basketball this year. Mm. I, they They beat Auburn on Wednesday, and they beat Auburn by 20 at home. Well, that's impressive. That's fairly impressive. Um, Alabama gave Kentucky all they could handle. They beat Mississippi State. They beat Auburn. Alabama seems as though they are coming on as of late. So that loss by Mississippi State doesn't look so bad. Um, They lost to Auburn, obviously. They've had a tough go of it in the SEC. These are two teams that need this game uh, pretty badly. What do you make? What, What are the keys to the game in your mind for us to pull this one out? Here are the keys. Here's what I finally realized about this
1: team, Daniel. And I don't know if this is foolish or not, but I actually don't care matchup-wise anymore with with who we play. I'm, oh. I've stopped trying to mm-hmm. to manipulate the matchups. And all I know is this. We come out hot, our two best players hit shots, and the rest of the guys do what they're supposed to do. Our style of game, our team can go toe-to-toe with you, and we can have a... a, a Fighters shot every single time so matchup wise I don't really care I don't need to know what the strength is if it's if it's post game if they shoot if they defend the perimeter I, I really don't care I don't care about that at all I just need two guys to keep balling out and if they do I'll take our chances I'll, I'll place
0: a bet on us any day if they're playing well yeah they do have some big dudes um, Mississippi State does yeah um, which does make me nervous. I'm not I'm not necessarily ready. I remember that I think you look at the difference between the first half and the second half against Kentucky, and you realize Nick Richards got in early foul trouble and barely played in that yep. first half, and then he came back in the second half, and you see what happened. Um, if we can't keep their big guys off the court or find a way to rebound in spite of them, this is a very good rebounding team, Mississippi State is. And so... Um, but, yeah, when we're playing solid defense and we're getting defensive rebounds and that allows us to run and we're playing loose and free, uh, that's when that's when this team is very dangerous. It's, it, it's about hitting shots, yes, but more than that, it's about getting – I think it's about playing solid defense and not giving up two or three offensive rebounds, which slows the game down and gets us kind of out of our – Element spends all of our energy spent on the defensive end of the floor and doesn't allow us to kind of play loose and fast the way that we want to play. So, uh, getting off to a fast, an early start, I think on the road in this game mm-hmm. will be mm-hmm. critical. I mm-hmm. think we need to be we need to be in the game after the first ten minutes. We need to yeah. be you know within a bucket. Uh, yeah or in the lead after the first 10 minutes of the game and then i think the team will be able to kind of steady and continue to play i think we get behind in the game like this and you know you see anthony Edwards start to force things and you see Mm -hmm. guys starting to play in ways that they really shouldn't play and that's that's where you get into into problems Whatever Ant Man, whatever Casey's Pizza or Red Vines or
1: wh- whatever he had pregame um, against Tennessee, let's
0: make sure he has that in the locker room. Let's hope it's let's, not Red Vines either, because that's disgusting. Those things are nasty. How you feel about I, Red Vines, Clint? But, well, I, I I'm a
1: sick I'm a sick freak that likes licorice. So oh gosh, I t- I told you.
0: Aren't red vines licorice? Isn't there red no. licorice and black licorice? I don't even know the di- I don't even know the difference. No. You're 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 proving how ignorant you are. Isn't there such uh, a
1: thing as red licorice? I didn't just well, make that up. It's a red vine. Licorice is black licorice. There is no such thing as red licorice. Don't don't licorice is black by nature. That's the, that's that's what you're going for. Red vines is a is a really stupid version of
0: licorice. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking here That's on Wikipedia, and Clint, I got to say, you're right. It says red licorice isn't really licorice at all, except in its nope. name. It's just red candy. That's all it is? Well, it tastes disgusting, and so does actual licorice. You came here for basketball. We gave you licorice as well. Licorice is welcomed. flavored with fennel. Did you? I'm sorry. I did. I did know that. It's a delicious taste. It is a taste that you that is delicious on chicken, not I, candy. Also delicious on ch- it's. Well, Daniel, it's not. You're getting your you're getting all your things swapped up and you all pointed in the wrong directions. You just it's it's not it's not great. It's not if great we were client. still doing the old podcast, that would have opened right there. That you <laughs> you're <laughs> getting your things all swapped up and pointed to the. I miss I miss that, that I miss that I miss that. I opening. do too. I do too. Um, uh, all right, uh, basketball game tomorrow. Um, we'll be back on Monday to talk more. Georgia football recap the basketball game from the weekend. Obviously, maybe talk some recruiting news. Maybe talk some uh, more rumors, some more speculations, and uh, continue to look forward to the football season and the rest of basketball season. Um, uh, follow the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, download the podcast, tell a friend about the podcast, and we will be back next week uh, to talk to you guys some more.